What's up, everybody? No. Okay, here we go. One more time. What's up, everybody? Hello, my name is Nick Stripe. With me, as always, is my co-host, David. And like Jesus, returning from the tomb, we're back here to give you that sweet, sweet information you're looking for. Well, we didn't die, though. (laughs) I mean, like, if we went on some kind of hiatus... Or if the podcast just stopped for a long time and then we came back, then it would make sense. Yeah. So, like, Jesus coming back after being in a different room for a while. No, it's that's not eloquent enough. No, I know. That's... It was a joke. We're sorry, the Lord is not taking calls at this time. If you'd like to listen to a podcast, please remain on the line. Today we're talking about resurrection and, and, and how that affects us as people and as who we are as a people and why it's been such a giant influence on everybody's faith and, uh, I will resurrect David from the grave here, and he can give us the good word on on, on how uh, Jesus and the reasoning for him to be back here in our arms, giving us the good word, or whatever. Whoa, what? Am I alive? <laughs> oh, well, never mind. I thought that was... How's it going, man? Hey, man. <laughs> I'm I'm doing okay. How are you? Doing all right. So today, we're talking about resurrection. It's It seems to be like almost the definition for someone to believe in God because he came back from the dead. Um, would you agree? Or what is your, what do you think of resurrection and how that influences your belief? Well, resurrection is the cornerstone. It's the end all be all. Basically, if there is no resurrection, there is no Christianity. You know, Christianity was dead before Jesus was resurrected. I mean, the, the disciples were terrified of, of being killed. They were hiding away in little rooms, and they had basically been trans- transformed from, you know, confident followers of this new Messiah that they had such high hopes in, you know, they had such high hopes of him destroying the Roman rule over Israel and, uh, you know, and, and bringing Israel into its own its own special place. And then Jesus gets killed, and they turn into scurrying little rabbits who are terrified for their lives. And rightly so. That's, you know, that's the correct attitude to have. When, you know, when your savior, when your Messiah is murdered, even though he told them multiple times he was going to be killed and rise again, and they just somehow didn't get the message. Um, and then the resurrection is what changed them into men who were, rather than being afraid to die, were more than willing to die. They changed from men who were, who were terrified of death and terrified of being, terrified of being numbered among Jesus' followers into men who would go to as far th- as far to the ends of the earth as their legs would carry them as far as the ships would carry so them. So these are the these are the other people that have risen from the dead. Oh, no, I'm talking about just Jesus himself. Just Jesus. Talking, okay. Yeah, yeah, right now I'm talking about just Jesus himself. Okay. His his resurrection is the is the cornerstone of Christianity. Okay. Uh, because without without that particular resurrection, there is no Christianity. So you're saying so you're saying Jesus inspired men to be able to be fearless of death i i that's like what i grasped from that that yeah yeah that's exactly what i'm saying okay um yeah um paul says you know for him we face death all day long 
um, uh, Peter was crucified upside down because he said he wasn't worthy to die like Jesus. And, I mean, only someone with such a deep conviction in his Savior, in, in Jesus, as someone who had risen and was yet alive, could make that kind of audacious claim and such a fearless, make a, such a fearless request as, please crucify me upside down. I'm not worthy to die like Jesus. Oh, all right. And keep in mind, this is the guy who was so scared of being recognized as a follower of Jesus that he said three times that he didn't know him and cussed somebody out trying to convince them and prove his point. Okay, wow, that's that's interesting. I didn't really think of it that way. So in my head, like the right off the bat, the vibe I get from that when some man is comes back from the dead and we use that as an, as an example uh to be an inspiration to to help people not fear dying i mean mm-hmm. obviously we don't want we want to believe in the afterlife that's a whole nother podcast though um or a whole nother episode but i mean i feel like similarly in the military these days we want to inspire the our our fighting men not to be afraid of death and that's why a lot of um soldiers turn to uh, religion, particularly particularly uh, Christianity, that as they say, there there is no atheist in a foxhole, um, or, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, yeah, I've I've heard something like that. Yeah, from that movie, and so it's it's interesting to me that uh, that is an example to 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 put forth into why 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 Jesus was res- resurrected. So what what about these other folk that were resurrected? Um, can you tell me a little bit about why Jesus and other people brought other people back from the dead? What the purpose of that was? The purpose seems to be usually it's kind of a twofold purpose. One is simply mercy. Um, God is a merciful God. He's a God who who's working with a broken world. You know, it's a world that's infected by sin and death and pain. And and that's the world that he has to work with. But he himself is a merciful God, and so he he chooses to show mercy. But I think a more a more practical reason is evidence. A resurrection and miracles in general, but especially resurrection, more than anything, are evidence of the reality and the power of God. And that's actually that that's what you see a lot of times when someone has been raised from the dead. It's either it's either an act of of just compulsive mercy or impulsive mercy i guess or it's a matter of now you know now you know who you're dealing with um i think there are there are i think eight separate examples of people being resurrected in the there's, bible apart from there's apart 10 from what there's 10 outside of jesus i think 10 yeah i have a list okay. in, i have a list in front of me Okay, one. Well, let's see. There's a uh, so I've and I've got questions to go with this list. So the, this website I'm on right now has it had very. It's very vague, and it's from an Adventist church, and it's just mm-hmm. it just says man tossed into Elisha's tomb, Kings thirteen twenty one raised by God. And, yeah, and there, there's one other example that where it's those resur- resurrected at Jesus's crucifixion. Matthew, mm-hmm. a bunch of numbers raised by God, <laughs> and that, that's that's all the context that is given here. Yeah, I wasn't. I actually wasn't counting. Um, that's Elisha, by the way. Um, Elisha was one of the prophets of the Old Testament. Elisha. Um, that was. Uh, I wasn't counting the people who were raised to life at Jesus's at Jesus's death, 
because I was just talking about individual individual examples of resurrection, and that was just kind of a whole bunch of people that we don't see individually. Yeah, but it's all they're all being. Ra- My point here is that they're all being raised by by God. Now, and, and so does that mean that they were raised by the the power above, not an actual physical being? Because I feel like. My, my my defining moment here was that the the people were who have been brought back from the dead, uh, like the widow of Nain's son. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Jairus's daughter, Mark mm-hmm. five thirty five. Those people were brought back by Jesus. Mm-hmm. Another dude was raised by Peter or Tabitha. I don't know if that's a man or woman. Yeah, U- Eutychus, which and Paul. But the, these people, were the other the the ones that were resurrected at Jesus' cru- crucifixion, and Jairus, and the the other one. Uh, uh, Elisha's tomb. That those are people raised by God. Is that no, there was no physical mortal person being like you will be risen? <laughs> that's funny because that's actually the exact thing that happens every time someone is raised from the dead. Someone goes. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I think that's there is a difference between a person actually calling for a person to be raised and then sort of a an ethereal or an incorporeal power of God. What, what I think of as when I, the part in, what am I talking about? Where is this? In, oh, in, yeah, in Second Kings, when a dead man comes back to life, when he's thrown in Elisha's tomb and his body touches Elisha's bones, mm. it doesn't give any other, any other information. It just says, this guy is dead and people throw him in Elisha's tomb and Elisha had actually raised other people from the dead. And as soon as his body touched Elisha's bones, he popped up and he was alive and then it doesn't say anything else. And to me, that that just sounds like residual power of the Holy Spirit was just kind of hanging around Elisha's body. And that's that's the only way I can explain it. I don't really I don't really know. I don't really understand that. But that's the same kind of thing with um, with Jesus's crucifixion when. Let's see. At that moment, the, tur- the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rock split. The tombs broke open, and the bodies of many many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs, and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. With that, again, yeah, it's not so much it, – it's not about I want you raised from the dead. It's just there's so much power happening here. There's just – there's so much power of God that that's just affecting people that overturns death itself. Interesting. So – it's now almost that's, like that's it's a strange notion in itself. This just the energy brought people back to life. Just this energy, just kind of like how ghosts are energy that is left behind from our spirits. That type of thing. This same mm-hmm. and the same energy was brought back, like was created. I, I you know, I, it was a simpler time, and that you know, maybe there was electricity involved. Maybe there was something different going on in the world. I'm, I'm just trying to put a little science to this because uh, obviously, you know, a, a lot of atheists don't believe that that resurrection is possible um and well, you're fully free to not believe it i mean like, well, yeah, you don't of have course, to that's what i'm saying but i'm trying to like somebody believes that this is a thing that happened and i'm trying to connect mm-hmm. the dots here maybe that did happen maybe it happened in another way that we can't quite explain or that the person that was there for that that recorded this event for religious history that that it, it didn't it like they came back from the dead very, I like I'm trying to I'm trying to entertain the idea that that's possible. I, I don't I don't believe it's possible. We don't we we haven't brought anybody back from the dead other than by like very small minute means from you know using electricity like paddles and shit like that mm. for hospitals. And, and so it's like maybe that's something along the lines there. But like obviously if Jesus had died for three days and come back from the dead. 
Like, maybe he didn't die. Maybe it was another thing. Maybe, but, like, we want to... I'm pretty sure, like, like obviously he died, and that's what people want to believe, and that's fine. I, I'm just like, maybe he didn't die. Maybe he took a holiday, went off to the caves. I'm going to take a break here, <laughs> and then I'm going to come back, and it's going to mean a lot of things for everybody, and it's going to inspire people. I'm not saying Jesus is a con man. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm not saying Jesus is a con man. I'm, I'm just saying he let people think that he died and came back yeah, to life. Well, and then, but then he, like, it happened again and again and again and again. And, like, there are, and, of course, there are also other examples of people being raised from the dead um, mm-hmm. uh, in history, like... There, there's a, there's, I see that there's three people in Judaism and Samaritanism. I'm not familiar with that one, except for being a good Samaritan. I'm a good Samaritan. Um, but they were brought back from the dead. There's Elijah, and then Elisha. That that there's obviously some crossover there from the good Bible, the good Christian Bible to the good Hebrew Bible. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd love to get in with that with some. Uh, Jewish folk, hit us up on Twitter if you would love to be on the podcast. Um, I, I know a few Jewish people who are interested and will eventually be here, but the, the, I, I'm not going to go a little further into these uh, until we have like the word on folk. There is a few other examples of other religions uh, resurrecting people. There's Buddhism and, and and Islam, and there's a few like. So here's this. Here's the weird one for me. Um, do you have any before I move on here? Do you have any other things that you want to say in regards to to the to to the good good Jesus above coming back to life? Sure, man. My my first thought when you said that um, you said you don't really think it is possible. My immediate reaction is, dude, I don't think it's possible either. And that's the whole point. Yeah. The whole point of resurrection is it's not possible, no. and that's why it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, being believing in a god allows you to believe in the supernatural and believing in the supernatural allows you to believe that sometimes the supernatural can subvert and upend the natural which is where you get miracles and which is why something like resurrection is while impossible yet possible with god you know what i mean yeah my 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 notion on that is that um i mean this is such an important topic um especially because you know it's the defining point of christianity people mm-hmm. people lay their 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 noses on this one because they, like if this didn't happen they're not a christian but to their definition they're like if that did, if that isn't a thing then it's it's something that they believe and that they want to believe for their own purposes but see, i it's just like i feel like some people use that towards evil ends to to be like you know believe in christianity believe in jesus because he came back from the dead or else you're a piece of shit and if you're if you don't believe this and then you don't follow his words because he came back from that he's the person that came back from the dead for your bullshit sins so you 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 better do your thing there buddy you better follow my my rules because like like i i feel like like parents use that against their kids like follow the word of god because he came back from the dead for you bro or else i'm sending you to bed without supper because you're a little shit <laughs> And so I, I'm I, it, like, like that's that's what that's where that's what kind of it, it grinds my gears uh, when people use religion as an excuse to manipulate people. And um, so I'm trying to understand the root cause of uh, of and, and maybe like this is the thing that defines Christianity. And obviously we follow that, but we gotta everybody needs to reel it back a bit and stop trying to manipulate people through religion because that you're ruining religion for everybody else, in my opinion. Well. 
You can use anything to manipulate anybody, really. True, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking about religion in general. But, yeah, obviously, you can, I, I, I can manipulate people through money. Um, and, 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 you know, people do that all the time. Um, but in general here, it's, it's kind of a widespread, like, the, the, the underlying cause of, you know, the Crusades and all these wars that were fought over words and what happened in, a, in the Bible and, and where Jesus was. And if Jesus, if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then, what's the, then that could have, like, solved the Crusades and other, you know, holy wars. Is, well, if Jesus, yeah, if Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then it's all worth nothing. Paul says himself that if there is no resurrection, then Christians are more to be pitied than anybody. Yeah. Wow, that's some mind blowing shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that I think, and that what that does, I think, is it completely, it completely derails the the argument, or not the argument, but I guess the the opinion or the stance that Christianity is at least good for, you know, good morality or lessons or yeah. uh, metaphorical ideas. And that, and that, that is how I view it. <laughs> Say what? That's how I view it. It's morals. But, <laughs> but see, that's, that's the point. It's not good for morals. Yeah. There, there's, 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 no, there's no good morality in the Bible that you can't find somewhere else. In every True. other religion, in every other belief system, you're going to find pretty much the exact same morality as in Christianity. Yeah, well, you're so going to find anything bad. Yeah, so you're not going to find anything new there. What Christianity is about is the resurrection, and because it is the death of Jesus on the cross for our sins, resurrection proving that he is who he said he was, and that his death was the remis- was for the remission of our sins. And if we don't have that, then everything else is worth squat. Yeah. That's interesting. See, for me, the way I've always taken kind of the moral value of religion— um, mm-hmm. Because some of us just need a moral compass that's defined to us by a book, and while that is important, I mean, I and then but then you put take it one step further, and you want yours to be better than the rest's uh, because that's the thing you believe, and that's from your perspective. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the important the important takeaway there is that like you know, we all have our own morals from our own different but we've all like kind of evolved as a people and like so these ancient things where like cutting people's hands off throwing stones at folk hanging them by the noose for being gay that kind of stuff that so, that you know obviously things are practiced in the modern era um a la extremism like that but if we were to prove prove their religion wrong they would then like what would would a was a would a Muslim be like? You prove you prove a Muslim the Muslim Islamic religion wrong. Like there you say that this doesn't exist. This is not a thing that's real. Does it do, like what happens then? Do people like would chaos ensue? Like this is this is the crazy part of me. Like if you were to prove somebody's religion wrong by its baser means, um, do, it, it, does chaos happen? What ha- what 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 would you what how would you go on with your life if you were if the whole Jesus thing was just a hoax. It was just a hoax. It's hard to it's hard to think in terms of that because so much of being a Christian, so much of being an informed Christian and an educated Christian is determining whether or not it was a hoax. You know, so much of it is going deep into the evidence for it and just deciding does it make sense to believe this? And, so, and really, in the end, does it matter? It's it's a faith that counts. To some for it. people, to some people, it won't matter, and to some people, it does. Because here's the thing: if you take any religion and you debunk it as a hoax, most 
adherents to that religion are going to ignore you. They just won't care. A few of them will say, the, 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 the more reasonable ones, the ones who are believing with their brains as well as their hearts, will say, oh, okay, well, never mind. I guess I'm done with this. And I would hope, I would hope um, that if it could be conclusively proven that Christianity wasn't true, that I would be willing to give it up. Hmm. I hope I would. Hmm. I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I hope I would be a reasonable enough person to do that, but I really don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about because it really shakes the grounds of your foundation. Like, I, it's been depicted in films, you know, just like with the, with the, like the old, like the, any kind of The Walking Dead, any kind of, like, in, in the Islamic faith, they have what is called the Day of Resurrection. It's, a, it's very mm -hmm. crucial for Muslims. They, they believe the time of Qiyamah is preordained by God, but unknown to man. The trials and tribulations preceding and during the Qiyamah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong uh, on that pronunciation, Who, whoever out there in the Twitterverse is going to call me out, uh, are described in the Quran and the Hadith, another one that I'm not sure on, and also the commentaries of scholars. The Quran emphasizes bodily resurrection, a break from the pre-Islamic Arabian understanding of death. And, and while that all sounds very complicated and Wikipedia-esque, um, in me, that just sounds like zombies, like the day of resurrection when, <laughs> when people are, are, are brought back from the dead, like everybody is brought back from the just like, um, what is the, it's the same with like the book, uh, with the day of judgment and the, the whole apocalypse thing. Um, like obviously that, that comes up when we, when we're going to talk about resurrection, um, I, I read somewhere like resurrection of the dead. Christianity started as a religious movement within the first century of Judaism, and it retains what the New Testament itself proclaims as the furries who believe the resurrection of the world. Blah 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 blah. This is a lot of lot, lot of stuff. I'm not going to read all of it, but it just sounds like 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 there there's a lot of this going on. Like maybe like one day everybody will come back from the dead and be like, "You're all assholes." That's why that's where we get zombieism. Um, if I can, if that's a term, I don't know. Correct me again if I'm wrong, but. Nevertheless, you created it if it's not, you, and, and it totally works. Zombieism. Zombieism. Oh God, I hope I coined that term because I, I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. So it's maybe just, zombieism is our new religion. Yeah, I, and I just the term calling things a religion again. It, it, I, like you remember in that in that book, and just in general, just calling stuff a religion. I, I, it's it's strange, but anyways. Well, when you when you add an ism to anything, it sounds kind of religious. Yeah, it it does indeed. Or at least political. Atheism, Judaism, Samaritanism, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and there there's you know there's examples of resurrection in Zen Buddhism. I'm not going to get into that, but it's there. It's all there, and there's a lot of so it's just like it's like hmm, who's right? We all have these very like there's pockets of history coming from everywhere, and it you know the anthropology of it all kind of affects us who, as we are and it's just it shakes the grounds of a lot of people's faiths and like i feel like chaos would ensue if one day the pope was like everything's a lie and it's just like <laughs> that's that's what the, the da vinci code is about isn't it uh i don't remember it's been a while since i've seen that one good old tom hanks the the one standing <laughs> light of actors in hollywood who aren't scumbags and really the best representation of Jesus we have today. Yeah, he, he, he is Jesus, really. Well, Hollywood's Jesus. Yeah. Tom, that's, that, that's my new stance for this podcast. Tom Hanks is Hollywood's Jesus. Tom Hanks is Hollywood's Jesus. And uh, Kim Jong-un is Santa. No, 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 not vice versa. Yeah, no. yeah, that is important. Kim Jong-un is, Kim Jong uh, Jong is not Santa, but Santa is Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Huh. Well, 
that's a little uh, that that was that was pretty interesting. I it's just it's there's a lot of there's a lot of lot of talk going on, a lot of people talking about religion in in the world today and it it just when it comes and when it comes down to the defining factor like that's the hard point that i want to get at and i I would i want to implore the rest of anybody who's listening to us just please if you think i'm wrong or if you think i'm an asshole please tell me um it's important for me to hear from you to and it's important for you to give us a review on itunes and anywhere else on facebook um you know, let's talk about this stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, there, there's people out there in the world that I want to have come on to the podcast, and you can say whatever you want, and I'll, I'll defend you for the most part, unless you're a Nazi, and then I'll punch you in the face. Which you will deserve. Yeah, so let's right, – where are we at on time here? I think, all right we're, right, we're right on time. We're right on time. Okay. So I think we can wind this down. Um, David, do you have any other final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, what would you tell a complete stranger who did not believe in any kind of resurrection or any kind of really like completely just like unopen mind person who thinks you're crazy for believing in, 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 in zombies? Here's what I would say to the person who thinks I'm crazy for believing in zombies. If there were no resurrection, there would have been no Christianity. It just it wouldn't have existed. Like I said at the beginning of this. The resurrection is what transformed the disciples into men who weren't afraid to die. You know, that, that's what the disciples were after Jesus died. They were just scared for their lives, running around and, and hiding, and just terrified that someone was going to discover them and kill them. The resurrection is what changed them from being afraid to die to willing to walk straight into death for the sake of the name of Jesus. And if that, ha- you know, if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't have the New Testament. We wouldn't have people, we wouldn't have writings of men who were willing to who were willing to state their lives on this and say this is what happened and i'm willing to die for it you know so i think that's that's the first thing i would say and now we've got people willing to die for donald trump because they worship him like a god and i'm gonna i'm gonna take that somber mode and and uh, thank everybody for coming by um we're on facebook we're now really active on facebook instagram twitter um it's uh, for Twitter, it's at Lintcast. Yeah, I know it sounds funny. Um, L-I-N-T cast. Uh, Lord is not taking calls. Cast that thing. Uh, and then we've got Facebook. Just Lord, Lord is not taking calls. Uh, Instagram. Lord is not taking calls. No the. Uh, it's a very long, long name, and I appreciate you for checking it out. Um, just uh, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk things out. Um, David, do you, do, I'm going to ask you one more time. You got anything else you want? You want? You want to put out there in the universe? Um, no, man, I'm good to go. You don't want to thank people? What's wrong with you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, hey, yo, listeners, you're awesome for listening. Thank you for coming by. We really appreciate it. And hopefully, tell a few friends, check us out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we'd love, again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. If you, uh, you know, send us a like, leave us a review. And uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us know how we can improve. We want to know how we can do better for we're you. We're new at and this. How we can? What? <laughs> we're new. Yeah, at we this. are new. We're we're very new at this. But we want to know how we can get better. And we want to know what you think about this. We want you to leave your ideas for what we should do next and what you think about this podcast. We want. We don't want this to be a one-sided conversation. Basically, we want this to be us and you. So please hit us up and let us know what you think about all this. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. We appreciate your time and. Uh, 
We'll let the sweet, sweet Jesus music pull us on out of here. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. The Lord will return shortly, so we encourage you to call again.